What it do? What it do? Nothing much, Playboy. They got you, so you're you're, you're tired right now. You're. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. It's a low That's energy really, episode. Just low. I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully, you know, I'll bring it. You know, I'm a I'm a showman. Hugh Jackman, greatest showman. Zendaya, greatest showman. Got you, Zach got Efron, you. greatest showman. I can name I can name cast for days. In fact, that was okay. those were only the three people I knew. But I can keep going if you need me to. Uh, Harry Winklestein. Harry okay. Winklestein, okay. greatest showman. So you know, you know, I, I'll bring the energy if I need to. You know what I'm saying? But you know, just yeah. know, just know, your boy feeling like uh, that one motherfucking uh, dwarf from from Snow White. Uh, sleepy? Hell no, dopey, bro. I feel dope. oh, dopey. dopey. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't I that his whole thing? I mean, I guess so, but like, no, Dopey was I like, mean, he was just silly, but I thought you were tired. You should be sleeping. That is me. <laughs> silly. You are not Dopey. Yeah, Dopey, he's, silly. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. He is wide eyed and bushy tailed. Yeah, this is not you, bro. Not right now. Unless you're, you're telling me what I am. I'm going to send you a picture right now in the Riverside FM chat, powered by Riverside FM. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you're not I'm letting behind. me. I I'm behind. Go ahead and get it because I try to copy this shit. Oh, it's too busy going live. Powered by Riverside FM. Oh, hell no. I don't look like half oh, cut in. What the heck? All right, check this out. I know this link looks uh, like, a, like a virus. Oh, yeah. It says the previous page is sending you to this. If you did not want to visit this page, hell no, I don't want to visit this page. Visit it, bro. I'm Dang. trying to show you. You're saying you look like dopey, but you should be sleeping. dopey right now. Dopey. Looking like uh, that one uh, Future and Drake song. Diamonds, 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 diamonds dancing. That's what you know? he looks. Holy <laughs> he does, bro. He got the diamonds Golly. in his hand. I see it. I see it. Okay. Anyways, I guess he could be anyways. dope. Anyways, anyways. Anyways. Let's, you crazy know, tangent. Crazy. We were, going, we were going deep into the rabbit hole, but we're back. How have you been? How's the last week been for you? I want to know all uh, of the little details. I'm going to give you all the details, but I'm going to try to make it quick because I feel like I got too much detail. I got too much chock full information to to give to the people. So starting off, last week, last Friday, um, went to my high school homecoming with some of my my homies. Uh, I have no strong loyalty to the high school um, except for the fact we just wanted to get some free food. So we all rolled up there, got some uh, fried chicken, mac and cheese, uh, green beans. Uh, it wasn't bad. Could have been better, definitely. But uh, we we literally rolled up there, grabbed our food, and dipped. It's as simple as that. You know, we we hit oh, the lick on nah. the high school. Uh, didn't give a damn <laughs> about the high the high school football game. Uh, we we kicked ass though. So you know, shout out to shout out to the Westminster uh, Wildcats football team. Did I say hey to um, anybody? Any former teachers or? Hell no, I couldn't find anybody. Oh wow! But, so you uh, there was one. We did go in and did. I, I'll have you to show the registration. We did show registration. Yeah. I like signed up online like uh, the week before, but you know, once you okay. hop in there, you you get. Honestly, they were so lax a days ago. I could have just. I could have been anybody. I could have been you know a man off the streets. Could have just oh, ran up in there and grabbed some food. They weren't gonna stop me. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, but uh, I did. Uh, I did register and get uh get that registered. Um, there was okay. one teacher. I didn't have him personally, but I did interact with him quite a bit. Um, that man was old as shit when I was in high school, and somehow he is still alive. So shout out him one time. That's crazy. Um, he is very, very old now. You know, he's got like the old man hunch to him, uh, moving li- nice and slow. Um, but shout out to him, no, for sure, for sure. Big ups, big um, ups. So yeah, that's it for the high school. Then the next day, linked back up with the Brodies. Um, we went out to to Chili's, bro. We had to, you know, you know, we had these, to. Bro, what are these people you doing these hijinks with? <laughs> just you know, the boy R. Shout out R. It's his birthday today, but you know, his uh, tomorrow to be when this drops, it'll be your birthday, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. Aren't you right, editing us? I'm editing it. So like, I go ahead, edit. edit yeah. Exactly. Go, wait. Go. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and edit that R part out. It's over. It's over. We don't, yeah. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. <laughs> um. But yeah, we went with R. Um. His girlfriend. Um. Another one of our friends, Angela. Another one of our friends, Cole. 
Um, and we chilies, chilies, bro. bro. Yeah. Let me tell you. It's because, like, you know, you know how, like, shit just happens. Like, you know, you're talking to somebody, and all of a sudden, you're like, dang, bro, what if we just did this? You know, just like a random thought, and the thought was going to Chili. So, it's been, like, a week Lord. in the making. Decided to hit up Chili's. I uh, got to say, definitely one of the strangest experiences of my life. Uh, you know, I hadn't been to Chili since I was a child. Um, for starters, we try to, Angelique and I, we roll up. We get there at uh, 7 o'clock. We try to open the doors. The doors are locked. And I'm like, whoa, what the heck? Is this a, is something going on in the chilies? Uh, and there's this girl wiping windows. She's washing the windows off inside. And then all of a sudden she comes out. She's like, yeah, actually, we're closed right now. I'm like, closed? My friends, they just said they're they're inside. They got a booth. I was like, they're, they're right over there. They said they're right over there. And then she looks and she's like, hmm, actually, hmm. Uh, yeah, well, I guess uh, if something changes, I'm going to have to talk to my manager or something. But uh, yeah, what? y'all can come on in. I was like, what? <laughs> it was just like one of those like things where you're just like, what is happening, bro? Just let me open the door and let me the fuck in. And then immediately afterwards, there's like customers in there. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Talking about the kitchen's closed at seven o'clock. The place closes at 11. <laughs> Why are you just making shit up <laughs> for no goddamn reason? So, uh, yeah, we, we, we did get in. We had a lit ass waiter. You know, he was one of those dudes who, you know, obviously didn't give a fuck. He was just like, yeah, just joking around. I was like, yeah, bro, y'all should get this drink, bro. This will get you, you know, this will get you going. <laughs> you know, different shit like that. So we had a good time, you know, definitely wild, definitely wacky. Um, but yeah, man, that was uh that was the weekend. Now we over here um in Athens, um house sitting once again. So if audio quality is a little wonky, that's the reason. Just had to let y'all know that. And one last thing, bro, because you know we always gotta tie it back to video games. Your boy's trying to get back into Guitar Hero. I know we're working oh, on it. Where we we've got, but but there's a catch, and it makes it three million times more complicated than it needs to be. So let me give you a little mm-hmm. bit of a rundown. I'm going to try to make this quick because I've already been talking a lot. I have the PlayStation oh, no. 3 uh, Guitar Hero controller, okay? Simple enough. Okay. Um, it comes with a dongle that you have to you have to have this dongle in order to connect this shit to either your PlayStation or your PC. That's what I was going to do. I was going to try to connect to my PC, play the PC version of Guitar Hero, you know, easy. I can't mm-hmm. find my dongle. I don't know where that shit is. I was uh, lucky enough to find the um, control, the guitar itself. Also, people online say that the PS3 con- uh, guitar is like shit anyways because of the dongle. So the best way to do Guitar Hero is to have a wired connection. So that's what we're doing, baby. We're going to be hard wiring our Guitar Hero controller. I bought a Raspberry Pi. We're going to go in. We're going to connect it to the... We're connecting it to the... Uh, um guitar hero controller so this weekend by next week ep- ne- next week's episode your boy's gonna be shredding it up we're gonna be strumming it up fretting it up you know what i mean so guitar hero baby i'm gonna i'm excited to talk about it in a couple weeks monthly cooldown is gonna go crazy what are your thoughts you look like you have some thoughts right now bro i just don't understand bro what I do you just mean putting all this time and effort and money into playing a random ass guitar hero game talking about hooking up to a Raspberry Pi, bro. Just play yeah. Game Pass, bro. Just play Game Pass. I'm playing Game Pass. I am playing Game oh, Pass. I can't play uh, Guitar Hero on Game Pass though. Also, I don't have a controller, a uh, guitar that works with Game Pass. You don't understand. You don't understand the vision. You'll understand once it comes to fruition. Hero, bro. Just play goddamn Beat Saber and call it a day. You're actually not wrong about that. I'm going to be honest with you. But Guitar Hero is way more established. It has, like, you know, thousands upon thousands of songs. Beat Saber and Heart. They're not there yet. Anyways, anyways, enough about it. We'll talk about it next week. (laughs) I get it going. What about you, bro? What you been up to? I'm bringing it Uh, up. You can't stop me. Let's see. What's going on, man? I feel like just busy, 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 uh weeks obviously as you said that by the time this comes out my birthday is on yeah. thursday go ahead and see what we got for me he that the okay okay <laughs> that's the uh birthday song that's so. the birthday song you need to get stevie wonder on up in here bro yeah, then they'll really go ahead and take this podcast down. That will be the final straw. Shot of the camel's <laughs> neck. So, um, damn. 
Yeah, haven't been doing much. I'm trying to think. So I've, I've been playing a lot of games, been playing Kana, Bridge of Spirits. I'll talk about that during the main mm-hmm. episode, during the, the, the topic of the show. Um, been playing some other stuff. Uh, been trying to watch some stuff, catch up on some stuff. Uh, Amanda and I watched this uh, comedy horror called All My Friends Hate Me, I think is what it's called. It's like British comedy. Um, Interesting. All those British people. All British cast. Um, I liked it a lot. It was very, it has like cringe humor though. So uh, mm. Amanda, Amanda was kind of cringing uh, throughout <laughs> it, but I welcome cringe humor. I, I, I say, bring it on. Put me in the cringe. Hell yeah. Scott's one of my favorite episodes of all time. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so, you know, I highly recommend it. Um, it was not scary at all, but uh, it's, it, it has some interesting twists and stuff in it. So, Highly recommend, Ooh. highly recommend. It was on Hulu. We watched it on Hulu. Uh, Actually, been catching new? up with it. Uh, I don't know. I think it's like probably fairly new. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Been catching up on the anime. Um, mm-hmm. Chainsaw Man. Up to date on that. Very good show so far. Um, I'm liking the direction. Still don't know nice. what my man was talking about. Talking about best anime episode of anime of all time. <laughs> he was kind of capping on that one. <laughs> Sylvanas on YouTube. Come on, bro. What are we doing? Um, my hero at you know peak peak television, peak anime. Mm-hmm. Um, you did you did uh, give me the uh, clairvoyant predict prediction as a manga reader. You told me that hey, the games are over. The little baby games playing in the sandbox, going out for recess, all that stuff was going to be over with season six. And so far, you seem yeah. to be correct. We're we're not playing around anymore. We're not playing It's battle around. time, baby. We're battling. We're using all these cool special moves. We're bringing out the characters that we've been trying to see fight for, yes. for seasons at this point. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, my hero's better, best, better than it's ever been right now. So, uh, got a shout out to them. Um, also picking up Spy Family. So, just a bunch of content. I don't want to go down the whole list, but just watching a bunch of content. All right, we're back. We had some uh, technical difficulties. So, long story short, I think... Arson edited this story out, so I'll do a quick version. Uh, made a top ten video on my YouTube channel, Camp Pause, um, about the top ten indie demos I played at Steam Next Fest, and I did a lot of research for that video. And I went into this rabbit hole. I'm like, dang, these top ten videos do pretty well. So then I went in a rabbit hole. I know everybody that's making top ten videos. I know <laughs> like the best top ten videos of the year in terms of video games. And it's it's quite interesting, right? It's quite interesting. Uh, but I'll talk to you more about that offline. Oh, also, one last thing I did. I had a long-ass conversation with Jacob and Luke Lewis on Sunday. Ooh, okay. We had a long little chat. So that was a good time. We were just talking about our various projects and what our plans were and how we feel about everything. Um, it was very interesting very interesting conversation. Very eye-opening. And, I mean, okay. actually, I don't know how eye-opening it was, but it was it was a good conversation for sure. So shout out to those It's always two. cool to see what the homies are up to. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Did you Do you want to give me your quickie comments? If you said you were saying stuff, I did not hear anything. So, Oh, no, my comments anything? were just, uh, yeah, I was just, like, talking about or you know, just making sure that we were still you know connected and stuff. So no, I don't. I didn't have any oh, comments. Okay, okay. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the show because uh, we got some games to talk about. We talked about yeah. the uh, the TV show adaptations last week, and we didn't really get to talk about Steam Next Fest. Um, so we got a lot of talk talk about plus some games we started since then. So let's just jump into it. Let's see if I can get the intro music playing here, and then we're gonna have a good little time. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 224 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, our sin? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. 
the Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the big boy with the big pants, Arsene Lakpa. Hey guys, it's me, Arsene, big boy, big boy, big boy, big boy pants, Lakpa. Um, you know, it's hard out here in these streets, you know, always having to make sure that my big boy pants aren't falling down. I wear, you know, three sets of suspenders, three belts as well. Um, and also, you just got to make sure that your big boy pants don't get any mud or dirt on them or anything like that. But hey, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to say, if you out there are thinking about getting your own big boy pants or getting your own, you know, living that lifestyle, go for it. Be free and have fun. Thank you very much. Wow. wow. That's great. We'll talk more about big boy pants later on in the show. We honestly won't, but I just wanted to go ahead and say that. Uh, But before we jump into the main topics, quick reminder, guys, if you guys want to help support the show, uh, our link to our Kofi is in the description below, along with links to all other, you know, uh, things including like our social media handles our discord our website um all that good stuff that you need to join the player player community so just look into the description below to get all that good stuff um i also should mention kofi link donations go to help support hosting costs for the year because running this app this show is not free so if you guys want to help please go ahead and do so um and that's pretty much it let's just jump right into it there's a lot going on. I'll let you pick where we should start. So we got Steam Next Fest. We got mm-hmm, Cana mm-hmm. Bridge of Spirits. We got all the other games both you and I have started playing. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, there could be even more that we could talk about after that. But just within those few aspects, where do you want to start things off? I kind of want to talk Steam Next Fest before we get too far away from it, just so that way... We can get our, you know, opinions out of these little game demos out there in the mm-hmm. world. Because I'm curious mm-hmm. to hear more about the games that you enjoyed. Okay. Obviously, you know, last time I shared that there were some experiences that I had, but uh, I want to hear some positive experiences from you. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much I enjoyed almost everything that I played. If I'm going to be honest, I think there was one demo that I didn't enjoy, and that was the game Season. Um which had a lot of like hype based off of like, I think it was in a earlier PlayStation showcase at some point. Um, and I think it had a lot of people who had wishlisted it as well. So it got recommended and that, that, that game was, that demo was just not my type of game. It was just boring to me. So I didn't really enjoy it that much. Otherwise, everything else I played, I at least enjoyed, I enjoyed in some aspect uh, so let me see if I have a list here. Um, let me see. Do I have a list here somewhere? Let's see. Let's see if I have it. Yeah. So um, we talked about the Night Witch, I believe. Um, but, yes. You know, that game, Bullet Hell, Shoot 'em Up, Deck Builder, uh, Action Adventure, whatever you know, Frankenstein mashup of genres. That is, I had a lot of fun with that. Didn't think I would like it. Ended up liking it quite a bit. Yeah. So did we talk about Slither princess? You mentioned it, but I, I still have really don't really have a, an idea of what it is. So you can go into that. So yeah, that one's a visual novel, which I have not played many visual novels. Mm-hmm. I think I've only played Doki Doki literature club, but Slither princess is basically the whole idea of the game is like, okay, you're walking up to a cabin uh, you go into the cabin and there's a princess chained up in the basement and the narrator is basically telling you, yeah, you have to kill her or she's going to destroy the world. And that's the whole game. Like that is that simple. It's not like a whole adventure. It's not like you're talking to all these people to complete this. It's literally like, all right, you take, you know, three different decisions based off of like dialogue options. And then you're in the cabin and you're faced with the princess. And now you got to do the job. And mm. I think that makes the visual novel aspect a little more uh, appealing because one in visual novels, I I associate it with, Oh, you're talking to all these different people. You're trying to romance these people. Like, and a lot of times I associate it with like slice of life. Like even Doki Doki literature club was very slice of life until you start getting into some, the other more interesting aspects. This is very much, Hey, you're right into it. Um, So I, I also thought it was interesting, like depending on which, choices you make uh like i don't know decisions novel decisions or whatever you call them um things start taking pretty quick turns and in the demo 
I was pretty surprised to see how many different outcomes and options that you could unlock um, just within the demo, which I thought was pretty short. So I'm a big fan of it. Um, I was able to talk to the developers. It's made by two people. Um, I talked to the developers, I think, the following Sunday after I played the demo. Um, and it sounds like they're they're making some good stuff. And it sounds like they're working really hard on the story. It's going to be really interesting. And it's all going to be contained to that that little cabin. You going up to the princess, having a conversation, deciding if you're trying to slay her or not. Uh, and there's going to be a bunch of different like branching paths based off of uh, all the initial paths that you can get to see in the demo. So highly recommend that one. It's a, it's a little eerie. It's a little eerie. It's like a horror game. Okay. I don't know if I said that, but yeah. How was it going? Gotcha. You, gotcha. Do you gotcha. have a series of games you wanted to talk about? Like, can we kick it off to you to talk about one? Or do you want me to just keep going? I'd say you keep going because I think the games that I was going to talk about are the ones that you've also talked about or that okay, you okay. also have on your list. Another one is Slender Threads, another kind of horror thriller type game. This one's a point and click. And that's kind of what I really mm-hmm. appreciated about Steam Next Fest because like, I ended up playing a lot of games that I typically don't play, like a lot of genres that I typically don't play. Um, and I played this, played them all on my Steam Deck. So um, this one was another one that was pretty interesting, had pretty good voice acting, and it just seemed pretty fun where you're this traveling salesman, you're in this like small town trying to sell your books, and you get caught up into like this creepy, dark story that I guess has cults and monsters and all this stuff. Um, and you basically play the prologue and the demo. And that was another one that was really mm-hmm. fun. Like I, I don't play many point and clicks, but, um, it had like a nice level of humor in the, in the dialogue and, and the, the voice acting and, um, the puzzle seemed pretty fun and it was like a pretty interesting story where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm down to see where this goes. So, um, slender threads, no release date on that one either, but that one's really fun. Uh, nice. story storyteller another one i played this one was showcased in a switch a nintendo switch direct uh some time ago and basically the premise is you're given a phrase so like it could be love at first sight it could be you know a story of heartbreak whatever and then you're given like a certain number of panels to build this story and like you can build whatever story you want given like the resources that you're handed as long as you satisfy the prompt. So for example, like they'll give you three characters to choose from. They'll give you like three settings where if you put the character in that setting, certain things happen. Um, and then you kind of just can play around with it as you wish. So for example, uh, one was like uh, a story of double heartbreak or something. And basically I had these two women marry them, marry each other, and then one died, uh, and then one remarries to a guy, and then the one that died like gets resurrected as a ghost. Like, there's crazy stuff going on, and eventually, like the guy, like uh, when the one gets resurrected as a ghost, the one that was originally married to her leaves the guy for the ghost. And then like the guy had a heartbreak and then the girl who originally had her partner die in the beginning had a heartbreak. So that like satisfied the prompt. And it's just like wild stuff that you can put together and have like make stories, um, which makes it a pretty fun like puzzle game. It felt kind of just like, all right, this is the prompt. I'm going to make a story that does this. I'm also going to try and make it a little funny or whatever based off of whatever I'm trying to do. And uh, like once I started playing it and, and going through the different like levels and stuff you're like oh yeah this is pretty creative this is pretty fun and it's like a pretty cool like puzzle game concept um it's one of those things where i remember seeing this game at the nintendo switch direct i don't know why i keep calling it the nintendo switch direct the nintendo direct um like (laughs) a year ago or more and i was like oh that i guess that looks interesting but now that i actually got my hands on it and played the demo i'm like oh yeah this is really cool i really enjoyed this um, especially on the Steam Deck, it felt like like a perfect handheld game. So, if you don't have a Steam Deck, I would suggest getting this on the Switch. Even though I've canceled the Switch, I'm not buying any more third parties on that, as you guys know. Um, the next one is Wild Frost. You played this one. Uh, you played the demo, right? 
I did get to play Wild Frost. I didn't beat the... Could you beat the boss at the end? Or? Oh, yeah. It took me two tries, but I got him the second okay. time. Gotcha. Um, yeah, give me your thoughts on that one. Um, At first, you know, I think when I saw the screenshots and when you were initially telling me about it, I was not here for it. I was like, okay, Wild Frost. What are we playing? Slay the Spire again? Like, I mean, I oh, played nah. Inscription last year, and that was a, a banger. How can you, you know, even top some type of deck building game like that? You know, I was, I, I was, I was a little negative. I would say, uh, I was pretty negative about it. Um, but then, you know, you had um, high praise for it. I figured I might as well try it since I did enjoy. Uh, I do kind of enjoy those games. I just mm-hmm. know that I'm not that great at them, so that's where kind of like the hesitation comes from. I thought it was, uh, it was pretty dang fun. I think, uh, you know, all these games, all these like deck building games, have like a different, interesting mechanic to them, and I, I really enjoy wild frost mechanics um and i think that this might be a pickup i can't say for sure just yet um just because you know like i said i did not beat the boss maybe i'll go back in the demo if i can you know actually beat the boss or something like that then i might change my opinion but it it seems like it might be a pickup for me just because um i think that the way that they the way that the gameplay is like set up and the way that like some of the mechanics are within the deck builder I think are kind of up my alley and I, I like uh, all the different little status effects. Um, the art is really cool as well. And the setting mm-hmm. um, is pretty, is pretty cool. Um, the only thing I guess in my opinion uh, that I think was lacking when I guess I'm just kind of um, spoiled and coddled by um, would be the uh, story, you know, obviously inscription, mm-hmm. we kind of had like that little backing story. I mean, hell we had the whole ARG behind inscription. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so far in Wild Frost, I didn't really see anything like that. Um, so I would like to see that. Uh, maybe I just missed, maybe there's something I'm missing. Um, but if not, then, I mean, there, there's nothing we can do about that. But, I, I mean, hey, overall, I thought it was pretty solid. Definitely. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I'm a, I'm a person, I'm a fan of deck builders. I, like, I love a good deck builder as long as everything kind of comes together well. And I think this game basically nailed it as in terms of, like, the actual just deck building gameplay mechanics like you know my big mm-hmm. complaint with um slay the spire is the graphic i i'm not a fan of the graphics and it just kind of feels low budget to me um this is completely the opposite where i love the character art i loved all the 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 card artwork and like the an like i guess there's not any animations but like uh everything that is like, you know, visually represented in the game. I thought that was all really well done. So it came, it became just kind of a thing where it's like, Oh yeah, there is no story, which I also noticed as well. Um, at least in the demo, but I'm like, okay, this is fun mm-hmm. enough where I could just see myself doing a couple of runs or if there's some sort of like, you know, ladder that I need to climb that, you know, sy- symbolizes me beating the game. I'm totally down to do that. Um, just because I'm a, just a fan of the artwork and I'm a fan of how the the cards and stuff play out and build on top of each other. So that one's I, I'm, I was a big fan of. Next on the list, nice. the Bunny nice. Graveyard. The Bunny Graveyard. This mm, one, another scary, one. another scary game um, or like some horror or thriller game. I don't know. Basically, this one was kind of weird. You start out in this weird like basement and then you're warped into this like pixel art game where you're like controlling a glove and then you go to this farm and there's a bunch of other gloves there and they all work for this bunny in her little garden. So you start helping the bunny, but then secretly the bunny's like abusing the gloves or something. I don't know, bro. Gloves. Oh, they're like, you know, like little Mickey mouse gloves. Like it is, it's weird, bro. But it was like so interesting. There was nothing, it wasn't like jump scares. Just, there was nothing crazy going on in the in the demo, which is what I was interested in. But it was kind of just like, what's going on here, bro? Like, what is happening? And the more you play in the demo, it's like a mix between happy little kid game, blah, blah, blah. And just like, mm, something ain't right here. And especially by the time you get to the very end of the demo, you're like, oh, no, nah, what is going on? So this is one that I definitely like I looked at the trailers and whatnot, and I'm like, this seems like a completely different game than what I'm seeing in the trailers. Trailers look even scarier. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to play the game in the trailers. I don't know how oh, scary this is going to get. I, it doesn't look that bad. It's not like Five Nights at Freddy's or Outlast or anything like that. But I'm like, I got I to gotta play some more. I got to play at least the first episode. 
uh, or the first two episodes, or whatever, just to see what's going on in this game because it looks so interesting. Um, and they totally got me hooked from the from the demo. So, Bunny Graveyard that was a good one. I might have to. Um, I I decided to not play it, but I think I might have to go back in. I'm, I'm, uh, was it because you you thought it was going to be I'll too give scary? It a shot. Yeah, I thought I downloaded it and I was like, wait a second, horror game. I don't know how I feel about this. So I, yeah. I chickened out a little bit, but let me bunny up and get my butt in there. I'll say that the, uh, yeah, the demo is not scary at all. The demo is not really, like, it's weird. There's some, like, eeriness, some, like, oh, yeah, there's right. some stuff going on behind the scenes. But it's not, like, there's nothing crazy going on. I hear um, you. So that, that, that one's pretty interesting. Uh, moving right along, Soccer Story, n- no affiliation with Golf Story. Uh, this is pretty straightforward. You you know, you're a little kid trying to bring soccer back to the world. Uh, you get a magic soccer ball and you're just doing random tasks around town. And you can also play soccer matches. So I think this one was also advertised at a Nintendo Direct at some point. But it's good enough. Like nothing crazy to say about it, but I did enjoy it. Bring um, soccer back to the world. Like, so the game starts off. This seems like some dodgeball academia or whatever <laughs> shit. Like at the beginning of the game it's like they're playing at like a so- a soccer match like the World Cup or something and they're all having uh-huh. a good time. They're like, "Woo, yeah." And then like I feel like it get like the world gets nuked or something. <laughs> what the Like it's a giant flash of light and then it comes back and there's craters in the world. Everybody's like knocked out on the soccer field and everything. And I don't know, like I guess some event happened. <laughs> Some major world event happened, and after the event, they can no longer play soccer. Some like <laughs> some cat, some heck? like government entity is like, yeah, we can no longer play soccer. It's banned from the world. Uh, so this kid's trying to bring it back with his magic magic soccer ball or something. I don't know, bro. It seems like something you would like. Um, okay, I'll give it a shot. Random, goofy, sports related, weird content. Uh, but it was fun. It wasn't. I wasn't like enthralled, but I also was like, oh, this is this. I can see this being pretty fun, especially like the actual soccer game implementation seemed pretty fun as well. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay. Three, two more games because we've already talked about Wavetail. That one's obviously fire, but uh, another one, another point and click I play, Unusual Findings, uh, a game that basically just has strong Stranger Things vibes. These kids are in a town, they discover an alien. It's killing people, uh, and they're figuring out what they can do to stop it. But there might be some other stuff going on as well. Uh, I actually got a review code for this, so I'm playing it right now. The game is out. came out earlier this week, I want to say. Okay. So I'm playing through it. It should be relatively short, so once I finish it, I'll give you guys the full rundown of that in a couple weeks. Um, And the final game, and my favorite game, The Entropy Center. I can't remember if we talked about this on the main episode. But, um, yeah, this one's high quality. You played this as well. So I'll, I'll let you give your I thoughts did. since I've been talking a lot. Man, Entropy Center. Wait, I feel like we did talk about that. I think we briefly talked about this, or maybe it was off podcast. Anyways, if you've already heard my thoughts, you're hearing them again. Uh, Entropy Center is a great little homage to the original Portal game, um, or Portal games, I guess I should say. However, it does, mm-hmm. I feel like, have its own identity, and it kind of... Um, strives to set itself apart um, from Portal. You know, in the beginning, you're definitely setting up in a little uh, scenario where you're just like, okay, this is just literally a, a Portal ripoff. It might have been done in the Valve engine or something like that. But as you kind of start to progress through the game, you obviously can tell based off the mechanics, the game's going to be different. And then I believe that the ending trailer kind of sets it up to be a little bit more action-packed um, than the original uh, Portal games, which may, um, which I think will be, you know, a nice little twist on that on that uh, style of kind of what what would the style of game be considered like a post apocalyptic puzzle. puzzle game, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something something like that. Uh, but I think it's a pretty well made game. It's coming out within the next uh, two weeks, I think, maybe three weeks. Uh, probably not going to get to it immediately because obviously we've got like uh, you know God of War kind of around the corner. But definitely mm-hmm. by the end of the year, I'll probably will have picked this one up um, just because I think it was that good. Um, the puzzle mechanics were pretty, uh, they're, they're pretty big brain from the jump. You know, I think for me, 
uh, I didn't struggle per se, but I definitely had to think a lot harder off of these, you know, beginner level puzzles than I would have for the beginning levels of Portal. I think mm. that'll be, that's the best way to say that. Um, okay. I don't know about you. You may have, uh, you may, you may have been able to breeze through them, but for me, it definitely took me. I had to like think just like a little bit harder. Um, but yeah, man, solid game, solid, solid game. Shout outs to forgot who made this one, but shout Stubby out to them. Games. Y'all did a great job. Stubby Games. Oh, come on now, y'all did just, yeah. y'all did the damn thing. Yeah, I mean, you said it all. I would have said the exact same thing. Really good game. Um, I, I actually was hoping the puzzles were going to be harder in the full game. Because I was like, oh. these are not hard enough. They probably but, will be. Yeah, I, I think they will. By the end, like there was one or two at the end where I was like, okay, this is taking me some time. Um, so hopefully, yeah, by, you know, in the full game, we get some more challenges in there. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see what the full product looks like. Moving on, you've started a Plague Tale. I don't know how much you've gotten to play of it. Um, two but chapters. I'm curious to hear your two chapters. Do you have a a short preview for us on your thoughts so far? I think I do. I think um, just to sum it up for a Plague Tale so far, I guess it's like my little preview review. It's definitely more of the Plague Tale story. That's what it feels like. It feels like a a proper sequel. So far in my mind, um, I think one of the biggest things are, are some of the like, you know, mechanics have been altered in a way to kind of, you know, make gameplay feel a little less tedious. You know, you don't have to worry too much about uh, inventory management, not inventory management, but like, you know, picking up rocks and shit for your sling. That's completely mm-hmm. out of the game. Now you just, uh, you know, can just throw rocks whenever um, there's still the crafting element. There's a, a new system for the upgrades. Um, which I'm not going to um, spoil that because I think it's kind of a, an interesting mechanic to the game. Uh, you'll you'll see it when you start playing it. But overall, like story wise, um, um, it's got me. It's got it's it's in that it's in the right sweet spot where it needs to be. It's one of those things where you're you don't know what's going to happen next, but you're very curious. You're like, all right, where are we going to go with this story? Because I think you know. After the first game, you know, it was kind of, I think it was kind of left a, a little open in it because we were still trying to figure out what's going on with uh, Hugo. I'm without spoiling too much. We just, just want to figure out what's going on with him. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of lead into that. And right now, I'm just going to say things are a little, things are a little weird. Mm-hmm. Know, I don't know. I don't know what, and I don't exactly know what tone they're going for in the, in the game because there's some music in the game that makes it seem like they might be trying to go for like a horror movie. But it, uh, at the same time, it's still the exact same gameplay as the regular, like as the first game. So I okay. think overall it will be a good game. Um, right now it's got me, you know, you got your head like tilted to the side, like, okay, well, I'm seeing what y'all are doing. I'm, I'm ready to see more. That's where I'm at right now in the game. But I think that by the week, by the time we get to the end, I, I don't think they will disappoint. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Um, yeah, I've heard that the game gets really wacky. I heard that you get a lot more of the stuff that ends the first game in this one, uh, as you go on okay. in terms of just like pure insanity. So I'm excited to see how that actually plays out. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to jump into it. Unfortunately, it sounds like a lot of people had some performance issues on PC and whatnot. Um, interesting. Couldn't be me. Xbox, baby. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be playing on my series X as well. So won't be me either. So I'm looking forward to getting into it. I'll, I'm sure we'll have feedback probably in the next two episodes. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I played Kana, Bridge of Spirits. Um, nice. This one obviously came out like last year. Um, I don't think I or the rest got around to playing it, but I was able to get a review code. Game recently came to Steam um, and I beat it. And uh, nice. I don't like, I didn't like it. I didn't like it, unfortunately. Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were some major problems that just didn't do it for me. Um, there were some aspects that I actually pretty enjoyed quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Like the so one, the visuals, the cutscenes are really well done, and I know the visuals were a big part of like the the marketing of the first game. Like people were like, "Oh, this looks like you know, this doesn't look like an indie game. It looks like so AAA. The quality is so good." Um, I played on a Steam Deck. It's Steam Deck verified, but the visuals just weren't very good on the Steam Deck. Like mm-hmm. the character had like this sharp edge, the sharp edges around her. Like 
I had to bring down the detail quite a bit to have it run like at a smooth uh, 40 frames on the Steam Deck. It was just kind of like not that visually impressive. Although I know like on an actual PC or on the PS5, it would look much better. So that part was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. It's whatever. Um, the music was really, really good. Um, so good that I was already looking for like the vinyl to see if like, oh, damn, can I buy this vinyl? Like this soundtrack was incredible. Um, so that was definitely one of my favorite aspects. And just in general, like the platforming Zelda-like mechanics where you're getting new abilities as you play and you're having all these like little platform puzzles and stuff like that. All that stuff I liked quite a bit. Um, I thought that stuff was pretty fun. Some of the puzzles were pretty challenging or intriguing um, where I was like, oh, I'm kind of stuck here. Oh, this is a cool way of doing that. Um, Like they even have like something I thought was really cool. You get this bomb ability like later in the game. And if you shoot the bomb, it'll like release this energy that'll basically kind of like rewind time or like uh, suspend, like not rewind time necessarily, but like, um, suspend gravity so like you'll have like a bunch of rocks on the ground or whatever and if you throw the bomb on top of the rocks and and detonate the bomb the rocks will start floating and then that becomes like a platform that you can use in some some sort of platform puzzle um so stuff like that was really really cool um but the biggest problem with this game the combat the combat is just not good like i played on normal difficulty And, like, the game is just so hard for no reason. It's one of those games where it's like, oh, it's hard, but, like, you're fighting with the controls the whole time. So it's, like, not earn difficulty. So there's two types of enemies or two types of combat scenarios pretty much. Like, you'll either get, like, a wave of enemies and they're, like, generic uh, enemies that you're seeing all, all, all throughout the game. They do have an okay amount of enemy variety, but it's just, like, very uncreative when you get into combat scenarios. Like you're like, okay, this is a little combat arena. All right. Like the enemies are spawning and now I just have to kill them all. It's very just like boring and bland. Um, and those aren't a problem. They're not hard. They're like the combat mechanics work fine enough to be able to take those out, take them out. Um, it's just like feels repetitive. Um, and it doesn't feel like it's not fun. Like, you know, like in God of War, God of War is kind of similar where you'll run into a section and you're like, all right, we're, we're boxing here. But mm-hmm. the combos and stuff you're using to take people out are feel rewarding and exciting. Like you want to keep using combos. I didn't really have that feeling with uh, Kana. Um, and then the other type of enemy you'll find is like a boss enemy. Somebody that's super hard, has a health bar, or um, I think they have like mini bosses as well. These guys are mm-hmm. annoying. Like they have weak points, like typical weak points and like an action adventure game. Oh, you shoot here, you do extra damage or you weaken them. But in this game, like the weak points are either really small or like on their back. And there's not a good way to like get visuals on their back so you can shoot them. Um, A lot of times when you're fighting these bosses, which actively involve you to do some trick to like open up their weak spot which is totally fine i'm cool i'm totally down for like adding like a little creativity and stuff into the boss fights um mm-hmm. but a lot of times like there's they add waves of enemies and the boss battles at the same time so it's kind of just like having flies buzzing around your head while you're trying to like focus uh... and pull this thing off but the camera doesn't really work uh that well um and like you're trying to like, for example, there's this, there's this like heart that is connected to this boss. That's not in the boss. Like you have to attack the mm-hmm. heart and then that'll weaken the boss. And like, I'm trying to target the, the, the heart, but you have to like shoot it at specific angles and I'm trying to aim, but my camera for whatever reason is trying to target me towards the enemies that are just randomly spawning i'm trying to fight the camera and like you only get maybe a four second three four second window to like hit the heart before you have to like open it back up again and hit it and it's just like Uh come on like this is too much and you have to hit it like three times before the boss gets weak and exposed so it's like okay i'm trying to fight these enemies (laughs) off i'm trying to open up this heart i'm trying to shoot the heart and meanwhile the boss has like 
max damage. So like they're doing attacks at me. And if I don't dodge it, I'm getting screwed up. Like, and there's very little like health recovery on the map. So it's like, oh yeah, I have to fight mm. this boss. That's maybe a four minute fight on normal difficulty. And if I get smacked by one or two special moves then I'm just in a bad place and it's hard to recover. Cause another thing is there's really no good way to counter like the dodge roll doesn't really give you invincibility frames. So I can dodge all I want, but a lot of times I would just get caught in the attack. Um, there is a shield, but the shield has a health limit. You can't just block infinitely. You'll break your shield and you'll take damage if your shield breaks. Um, and there's a parry, but the parry is hella slow. Like you'll parry and like you basically bring your shield up at the perfect time to parry, but the shield like comes at the animation is delayed. So I can never get the parry right. So all in all, like all the boss fights were just super frustrating to the point where like I was 75% of the way to the game through the game. Now I just, I was like, all right, I'm just putting this on story mode. Like I cannot, I cannot do this. Anymore. This is not fun. And like, I couldn't imagine doing the final boss, like not on story mode. Cause they're having you do all this nonsense. And I'm like, if I had to start this over this long ass boss fight, I don't know what I would do. This is, this is actually insane. Um, so that was, that was pretty much the main gripe was like the combat is just is super wave based. It's super like you don't get any value out of it. Um, it's not like you're, you're fighting a completely new enemy that is like completely random when you encounter it. And then they kind of give us some backstory, but overall it's just like, Hey, you're just fighting this enemy now, whatever. Like I have no emotional connection to what I'm fighting. Just terrible. Uh, mm-hmm. and then the final kind of thing, the, the straw that broke the can, the, the straw that broke the camel's back was really the combat. But another thing that I was kind of disappointed in, you know, I'm a story guy. I love having a nice little course, story. Yeah. But this game's story is just so like milk toast, bland, nothing really going on. Like I appreciate what they were going for. Like it's about like you're a spirit guide. So it's about like the afterlife. It's about taking care of your your like world. It's about like the balance of life and death and, and nature and all this stuff. Like, they have some cool messages, but the story is just like there's like eight cutscenes in the game or something like that. Like there's not a lot of story and like, you'll meet these two kids spirits at the very beginning of the game. And they like, want you to help find their lost brother. You find their brother. They're gone. They dip out. You never see them again. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> like, I guess I, I don't have an emotional connection to them anymore. And then it's like, same thing. You meet a new character and they're like, Oh, can you help this spirit? And there's just like, you only stay around characters for like 30 minutes max. And a lot of times the characters that you're like, like searching for or helping out, you don't meet them until the very end cutscene of whatever level you're in. So it's like, Oh yeah, mm. I was searching for you this whole time. I never saw what you looked like. Uh, and all right, now that I've saved you, I have a cutscene with you. Like, thank you. And I never see you again. Never comes back in the story. There's never a moment where it's like, oh, they're all coming back together to help you. It's not like you're having deep dialogue. I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing half the time. Like, I don't even know what we're work like what we're working towards throughout the game. So, um, I was just kind of like, so imagine that, and then also imagine these frustrating ass boss fights where you're like, yeah. why the fuck am I even fighting this person? Like, what am I working towards? Like, what is going on? Like, nothing to push me towards the end of the game. So, like, that was a bummer. If the combat was good, if the combat was actually enjoyable and fun and exciting to play, then I would have been fine with the story being bland or whatever. Because, like, the the platforming and the world was fun to be in. Um, and if the combat is good, if I had Kratos' axe throwing it around, just messing people up or, you know, having, like, fair boss fights, I'd be like, okay, yeah, this is fine. I would have gave it like an eight out of five or whatever, but I gave it a six because a six is crazy. Six man. Cause like, I know people enjoyed this when it came out originally on PS five, people were giving it eights or whatever. And I think if you play this game on story mode the whole time, uh, if you're just in it for the platforming and you're just in it to, to enjoy the game, I think you can like this game, but personally 
none of the stuff that I was looking for was in the game. Um, and the stuff that I did like was not enough to save it. So I would not recommend mm-hmm. this, but I do, I can a hundred percent see somebody playing this and just having a good time. But I think the game is like $40. No way. Bro. Yes. No way. I'm not, I'm not suggesting this for $40. So that's Kana, man. I've, I don't know if I've <laughs> ever given a game a six, but was, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know the last game that I've played. That was a six. Maybe honestly on my new review scale, um, no, I'd probably give 12 minutes a six around the same. I, I kind of enjoyed 12 right. minutes. So, um, interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Do you have any questions thought, before we move on? Honestly, no, you did a really great job of, you know, letting me know. You thought the what? ins and outs of Kana. I, I don't know. I just figured that you would have had a, a better experience at least, at the very least, a seven is what I was expecting. Um, yeah. I mean, from Kana. The way I think of it is like I was think I was on the border of a seven, but I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not having fun here, right? Like, gotcha. even on games like Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, that game had a lot of problems. Like it had repetitive right. combat, but it did the exact thing that I'm talking about that Kana didn't. Right? Like the combat wasn't that great. It was a bunch of waves. You're fighting pretty much similar enemies the whole time, but it's not hard. Like you can just blast and do all these special abilities and have a good time and, you know, just get back to enjoying the story and the dialogue and all that stuff and have a good time. Like I finished guardians of the galaxy. And I was like, okay, this was fun. Like there's some improvements that need to be paid, played, but this was fun. Um, same with death stranding. Like <laughs> most of that game, I'm like, I do not want to be walking on this <laughs> mountain dropping these packages. But at the end of the day, I finished the game. And I was like, okay, there was a good story there. The visuals are really good. I have fun. Kana, I did not have fun at the end of the day. Damn. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess your your uh words have influenced me. I don't think I'm gonna be picking it up at least anytime soon. Yeah. Definitely not I mean, for forty it, bucks. If it's on uh PlayStation Plus at any point, then I suggest downloading it just to check out the visuals, just to feel the game for an hour or so. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know. And how many hours did you put in? uh probably eight probably eight hours all right guys that is the end of the episode we've been dis- disconnecting all night uh we finally made it to the end of hopefully this episode <laughs> is somewhat listenable by the end of all of this um uh, we appreciate you for listening uh go ahead and celebrate my birthday today because uh, that's when this episode is coming out october 20th turn up for me one time uh wherever you are Thank you for listening to Player Player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. Rate us five stars on iTunes and Spotify. And tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future episodes and giveaways, or you want to submit a question to the show, you guys can just join our Discord, um, which will be in the description below, along with our Ko-fi link, along with our website, all that good stuff. Um, so go ahead and check that out. As always, big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. You can follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoop Man where the E is a three from my co-host Arsene at, I don't know why I like stumbled there. You can find my co-host Arsene at Pax Twitch <laughs> or Arsene Lockpo on Instagram. Until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks.